0: Next Wednesday. Next Wednesday. What do you guys singing? Um, uh, we don't know exactly yet, but yesterday, uh, Sunday, we practiced great things. You had great, mm-hmm. Things. Mm-hmm. Um, you are the great things. You
1: are the great God. You
0: are the same mm-hmm. God who led me through the... No, they're not down. No, no. Rock, oh, rock of ages. Sunday, Sunday. Let's see.
1: You're the same God. You were mm 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 mm. Hello. Hello. Uh, That song? Hello. Oh, rock, oh, rock of ages. Ages.
0: I'm standing Mm -hmm. on your faithfulness. Yeah, that one.
1: On your faithfulness. Faithfulness. Oh, rock, oh, rock. I thank God. I thank God. So, we're going to get lit. It's been two weeks since we did the last (laughs) upload. It's been two weeks. It's been two weeks. It's been
0: two weeks. Isn't it been three weeks? Two, three weeks. This Saturday. This this Saturday Saturday will make Yeah, it'll be three weeks since we have posted a video. Um, We're changing it to season two. We actually just had a little break. We we, we did go to camp one week, but other than that, before that, we were just, we were kind of just, you know, suffering a little bit from, from the stress. You know, we had a lot going on and. And whatnot.
1: I mean, we did good for a good couple weeks. We uploaded like four or five videos, one week, and then we had the week of camp. And now, you know, we're back. We're settling down. Yeah, we're gonna start. We're gonna we're gonna we're actually gonna be moving
0: to a bigger spot, a better spot. Um, Yep. Yeah, it's just gonna be nicer. We're gonna get better mics. We're gonna have a camera, an actual camera. So that's going to be good. We're gonna, new content. Uh-huh. There's
1: going to be new content on here. We're going to try to do some, some new things and and see how you guys like it. We're
0: going to be more laid back, as you see, my chair. Very <laughs> comfortable. But, um, yeah, but we, we, we ain't spent a dime on this stuff. Man, God is so good to us. Yep. Um, yeah, but today we're going to be talking about camp because we did just come back from camp like two mm-hmm. days ago. Uh, it was really good. Last year... I got some things to say about last year. Last year was good too, but it was it was definitely different.
1: Before before we hop in, did, which did you like this year or last year?
0: To be honest,
1: I like this year. I don't know. This year felt way more more connection.
0: No, you're right. I, no, I did I did like this year this year a little bit better. I don't know. There was there was different things. I had a way.
1: lot of questions last year, so like I was like on my toes. Yeah. Watching. Yeah. But this year, you know, I already know the field of, of the camp and I'm just going in there. Hey, worship. Be
0: taught, I Last year, there was something that happened. It was kind of weird. Uh, well, it wasn't weird to me. I've seen it before. But uh, one, of, one of our students got filled with the Holy Spirit. And she was speaking in tongues and prophesying and and uh, and all that stuff. She was she had the Holy Spirit uh, manifested, and she just let the Holy Spirit take over. Uh, some of the other students were not ready for this, and they ran away. And uh, there was a big thing. People were crying. Everything everything was crazy. That's one thing that. Doesn't happen when the Holy Spirit is moving things. Get, and that did not happen this chaos. year. <laughs> yeah, that did not happen this year. But last <laughs> year there was a little bit of chaos. Some of the students weren't ready for it. We, the youth, Eddie had to make sure everyone was calmed down. They had to split up the groups. Like, all right, relax, take a deep breath. Okay, you know, it's a feeling. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of emotions flying around. It was, it was pretty cool. That was a, a new experience for some of the youth. I had experienced that before. Same, yeah. Um, but but again, to me, I was still like I was still on my toes. I was ready to, you know.
1: I was on. I was antsy too, but mm. I was like, I was like, I mean, the, I go to New Hope now, but the church I went before, I was like I've seen this all the time. I was like, the only difference is these are kids. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> most of it, most of them were adults, so like it wasn't really surprising. And like even <laughs> when I was there last year, I got filled with the the, the Holy Spirit and and um. And I I spoke in tongues the first time and I was praying for people and like Holy Spirit was moving in me. And then this year, kind of the same thing, you know, um, I'll say there was like one day where like the Holy Spirit really spoke to me to where he was like pushing me to pray for people. And it was funny because it was hard to tell if it was my if it was me or the Holy Spirit was the one pushing me yeah. to like hey yo go pray yeah. for people. And I'm not going to say Ooh, their name who I prayed yeah. for but
0: yeah. I got something to say on that. Yesterday I was reading Matthew and I was I've been studying Matthew so I like I like write down, I go by chapter, write stuff down and I've been keeping up with what his miracles and what happened. And the miracles, I don't know what happened but the revelation knowledge just hit me. And the miracles, it's always they did something by faith. And I know that. I know every time, oh, your faith has made you healed. Like, I've heard that before. I've heard Mm -hmm. that so many times before. I know that. And you guys probably do know that also. But something clicked. And it was whatever they did by faith healed them. If they dropped him through the roof, through the hole of the roof, if they, they left their house to go find Jesus, if the lady that touched the end of his cloak because she believed if I touch the end of the cloak yeah. there, that's your that's your source if you believe that you touch his cloak that's mm-hmm. what it was that's what she did by faith because she believed if I touch his cloak so therefore I go touch his cloak that's what you they, she did by faith and uh that, that that brought it up when you you said um you weren't sure if it was uh, God telling you or, or yourself telling you and I felt that before and I'm sure a lot of other people have uh, felt that before Like I don't know man I don't know You know If you have faith If you think it's God That's your faith
1: Yeah And if yeah. you
0: exercise it You are exercising your faith So say You want to go pray for somebody You think it's God Telling you to go pray for someone If you think it is God Telling you to pray for someone You pray for that person You pray for that person Right away Because you know God Knows your thoughts I don't know your thoughts But God does God yeah. knows your thoughts And if you truly believe that it is God. It is God. It is God. It is for sure God.
1: It wasn't to the point where I was like, "Oh yeah, this is not God." But it was like I was like, "Okay, Ruben, you got to be obedient to to what the Holy Spirit is telling you." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like again, during that that night, I I prayed for a couple people. I'm not going to say their name, but I did pray for a couple people, and I think the night before, that was Thursday night. I think it was Wednesday or Tuesday, Tuesday. Lord, I prayed I prayed for someone who was seeking healing and he had um he said he had arthritis in his like in his body and we I prayed for him and he he prayed um we prayed and he's um, prayed for healing for his body and that's one thing I liked about this camp is it pushes you to you know step out like step out and and use the power that God has has given you you know if someone is sick go down there pray for them you have the power you don't have to. Oh, I'll wait for my pastor to do it. I'll wait for Alex to do it before I go put lay hands on him. No, you could do it. You have you have the power in you to go and heal someone if they're sick or you know they they um have broken legs or such and such. You know, etc. But um, I really like that camp and I was really glad that I was able to go and experience it again (laughs) compared to the last year you know the holy spirit does move in that place and you got to just be sensitive and be ready to receive him
0: yeah it was a really good camp i like being back you know back's not the same but back is better you know Mm -hmm. being back in naples being my hometown you know everything uh the fire is going the fire's still going the fire's not going to stop until i stop it right That's, that's, that's the same thing with everybody else, you know, if they go to camp and they come back and they got the fire, the fire's not going to stop until they stop, until they Mm -hmm. start walking away, all right? You got to let that uh, fire
1: continue burning. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: because I'm always worried when, because I've gone to camp a bunch of times throughout my life, and every time, after a couple months, you lose that fire, but that's not God leaving you, that's you leaving God, it's your own choice, you can keep that fire year round for sure, for 100% sure. You can keep that fire your whole life. All right. It's just it's uh it'll start to feel different. You'll start getting used to it. When you get used to it, you know, um, and you stop relying on a feeling. You know, that's that's how it's supposed to be at the beginning. But sometimes you're on a feeling, and then when you don't feel that feeling anymore, you lose you it. You lose sight of it because it's not a feeling. But people mix it up.
1: They mix it. you yep. know,
0: they they twist it, they think that this is a feeling. It is not a feeling, the feeling comes with it. But when the feeling leaves, that doesn't mean God left you. It doesn't mean that fire is still not there. You know, that fire is still there. You still gotta you gotta force yourself to do sometimes what you don't wanna do or sometimes what you don't feel like doing. You know? Yeah. You gotta you, you gotta just
1: do it. Most of the time they get stuck in chasing that feeling. They're like, oh yeah, I remember the Holy Spirit was moving me. At this place, at this time, and they start trying to play the same song or the same situation to get that feeling. Yeah. But no, you don't don't seek the feeling; just mm-hmm. seek God. Yeah, and God is gonna reveal Himself to you. Yeah, because
0: um, they're confused mm-hmm. when when there's God, the presence of God, and a song and a feeling. You know, you think, oh shoot, all these things are coming together, or you're with the same group of pe- with a big group of people, uh, a certain group. Mm-hmm. You think, what was it? That gave me that feeling. If you're the one that wants only the feeling back, right? What was it? Was it that song? Was it the group of people? Was it God? Ding, ding, ding. It's God, bro. Yeah. All right, listen. The presence of God is what that feeling is. It's that joy that you get with that feeling. Because there's hope in Jesus Christ, right? The, there's no, There's no... There's no defeat with Jesus. There's no defeat with God. He's prepared a place for you. He's prepared heaven for you where things will keep being created and everything. And God's just going to keep getting better and better and better in heaven. It's just, yeah, they're, they're, Satan's defeated already. All the bad is already toast. You know, just get through your life now. and. And some, you know,
1: people, forget forget some yeah. people forget that either. Some people forget. Devil has already lost. <laughs> oh, yeah. he, he's lost. There's no. Oh, maybe the no. The devil has lost. He's already lost. There's there's a reason why he's trying to push his agenda so deep to to the to, to the young kids and um and everybody in the world. You know, he's trying to to grab as much people as he can. But you have to stay strong. You have to stay firm, and and get into and get in your word. And if, mm. and if you are a believer. Continue to gain your word and going out and spread your word. You know, it's funny. I saw a video. Ah, I forgot his name. He's a really famous Christian TikToker. And he had did like a little skit of how he was like, you know, we're standing in judgment line, you know, standing to get judged by God. Yeah. And like he had thoughts of like, dang, someone might be going to hell because I didn't shared the gospel at this time or I didn't share the gospel at this time or this and this and this. And sometimes sometimes you put too much, you know, conviction on yourself with situations like that. But if you have that mindset like, hey, I could make a difference at, at this point. You know, I'm here. I know God. I've been getting deeper in my word. I've been praying to him. I could tell someone someone simple as, you know, Jesus loves you and he wants to 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 make a difference in your life. If those opportunities arise you know, shoot, go to the bathroom real quick or go to your car, pray, pray to God. Hey, Lord, I, I want to speak your your message to, to this person, but I, I just can't find the words. Then the Holy Spirit is going to come uh, uh, enable you like, hey, these are the words you have to say, say it like this and that and that. And now you're going to be able to spread um, um God's word to, to, to people and they're going to be able to receive him. You know, and sometimes they don't receive it at first. They don't receive it at first, but you do plant a seed. You do plant a seed in them to where, if someone else comes along that is also um, a Christian and believes in Jesus, then they could continue growing that growing that seed that's in them already, you know.
0: Yeah. Um. That's good. At camp, uh, we we all got together. I think it was Wednesday, and we prayed for boldness. Yeah. Was yeah. Thursday? I think it was Thursday. I think I'm pretty yeah, it was, it was Thursday. It was um, yeah, Thursday. It was Thursday. Um yeah, it was Thursday. We all got together and we prayed for boldness. The t- the person was like, "All right, everybody get in circles. Pray for boldness for each other." And and uh I feel like it was Wednesday.
1: But but um I think it was Thursday. We all we all like prayed for Thursday. each
0: other. And then right at that moment, like sometimes you don't see the results of prayer right away, but right then I was I was I started pimping again, bro. I had all the confidence in the world. I was was doing whatever I wanted. I was worshiping with, with no one, no one's eyes on me. I couldn't even think of that. I couldn't even think of anybody that was on me because I was so focused on God. Now, more worshiping. That's, that's one thing. It's just, you can't, I can't explain it to people. I've tried to explain it to people. What you got to do, what we say is you got to focus on God. So you don't focus on other people. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, but you don't, you don't, you don't fully get that until, until you experience it, until you really find out what it means. You know, it's, it's, it's like a circle. I can't tell you because you won't figure it out. But once you figure it out, then you already know. So then I don't need to tell you. So it's more like what I would say, what I would suggest you do is um, uh, close your eyes during worship and
1: just focus and on pray. God yeah, And pray. pray Whether
0: you sing or pray If you're not feeling anything That's okay That's okay You gotta know there is joy in the battles You gotta know there is hope In the end For the end of eternity There is hope There is good And God will keep going Just do what God wants you to do Alright It's just It's one thing to get a feeling And it's one thing to uh, Just be in his presence yeah, and, like, have a feeling.
1: You just have Always to... Just... They even talked about that at camp, you know? <clears throat> like, stop worrying about what everybody else is thinking. Like, hey, if I go up here, everybody's going to look at me. Everybody's going to have something to say. Don't worry about what they have to say. Only only focus on God. Because at the end of the day, you should only believe what God is telling you or what God exactly. is, saying, say, is saying about you. You shouldn't be worried about... Hey, man, uh, like, you know, when they do altar calls for certain situations, certain things, certain um, sins or temptations you're yeah. dealing with. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, you're dealing with a situation and you're just like, nah, everybody's going to look at me. Everybody's going to judge me and everybody's going to know I'm dealing with that. You're going but now you're course. now you feel you have that good feeling. God's like, come, come to me at that point. Stop worrying about what people People are thinking because now you've probably missed out on a on a healing or a blessing, and I'm not gonna say like God's not gonna try to give it to you again, but you could have had it at that moment, but you decided no.
0: I see what you're saying. I'm more
1: I'm more worried about what what oh my friend is saying or the certain girl a certain boy is saying, but listen, there are times where you're gonna miss out opportunities because you're too worried about what people are thinking about you. Mm
0: And stressing yourself out about it doesn't help anything. Like no. when, when you, you are in that position, your heart starts beating real fast and you're getting stressed. You start sweat. Like when you start to sweat, that's, <laughs> that's bad. <laughs> that's, not, that's not good as bad. That means there's a hold on your life in a negative connotation, right? Mm-hmm. There's something holding you back, all right? That's not good, all right? When you're fighting amongst yourself, it's not good. Now, the way I would explain this is... Uh, I actually have an explanation for this one, not just saying. I don't know how to say it, but um, there's there's a priority list. You know, there's either you get healed and you go up front and you bow down or or you're embarrassed because um, whatever what, what, whatever it is, if you feel embarrassed to go up there, you get embarrassed. But if you're desperate to get healed, that, that healing that you're wanting to get healed is at the top of the priority list, all right? There's a lot of things on your priority list. There's one. There's um, social social awkwardness. Or what do you call it? The not wanting to go up in front of people. Um, like scared of. Stage fright. Stage fright. We'll call it stage fright. There's like stage fright. Stage fright to some people that's a priority. All right. Sometimes that's more of a priority than getting healed. All right. Now I have a testimony with this. Um, I th- th- this is this. Uh, shameful sin that's been in my 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 life for a long time and it's just it's uh I'm not able to overcome it it's hard to tell people about it because it's just shameful which by the way I'm doing good but this is this is back then um, like a week ago so it's not like back then mm-hmm. never mind but <laughs> so we were going to camp and I get sick on Sunday all right and Monday morning I wake up like I'm going to camp I have to do it because we leave on Monday and I was still sick. I couldn't do it. I was throwing up, and uh, but I read a verse. It was uh, in um, it was in Thessalonians or Titus. I'm not sure. Either way, it said uh, when you when you need healing, it was on healing. Confess your sin or go to the elders of the church and have them pray over you and anoint you with oil, um, so that you will be healed. And then right after that, it says you need to confess your sins to those. Um, to, uh, to your peers or to like the other people in the church because the prayer of a righteous man is very powerful and I was like oh shoot because I had I had like just sinned that day and I was like oh shoot I can't do it by the end of the day end of Monday I was still sick and I was like dang I'm going to miss out of camp I was sweating because I was fighting amongst myself I'm like I need to tell somebody I need to confess this sin I can't keep it bottled up inside of me you know, I know for a fact that a righteous person' prayer is powerful. And right now, without me uh, like repenting of that sin and explaining to somebody else, I'm not a righteous person. I don't have a very powerful prayer. It says it right in the Bible, and it was it spoke right to me. It was, it was like God was like actually speaking to me, and it's like, you know, at the end of the day, I confessed it. It was to my mom. You know, mm-hmm. my mom. My mom's. My mom, you know, we had a special connection. But it's like um, after that, I was good by the morning. The morning I wake up 6 a.m. I was like, oh, shoot, I'm good, bro. I'm good to go. I was still sick on Monday night. I was good to go. And I knew, I knew if I would just confess that sin earlier, I could have been healed earlier. But it was it was my priority list. I my priority was don't confess that sin. It was over me being healed. But when I was desperate, it bumped it up you know it's, it's it's the priority list mm-hmm. sometimes your priority is uh, stage fright you know don't make that a priority bro you know it's that's yeah that's stage
1: it. fright shame I, I think shame. it's mostly shame that shame. that, that stops someone from oh, going up there
0: yeah like altar calls like like if you're struggling with this thing or you're sinning this way come up here I want to free you from that sin shame. and you don't come up there you're not desperate enough to be freed from that sin um than to come up there. But sometimes people do. And when you look at those people, you're like, oh shoot, those people are desperate to be healed. They want to be righteous. They are seeking God. For sure, mm-hmm. they are seeking God. You know, there's a, but yeah, it's a priority list. That's, that's uh, one thing I learned this week. It's a priority list. And sometimes your priorities at order. You know, your priority should be to follow God. That should be number one. And when that is number one, It's above stage fright, it's above fear, it's above all those things. And that makes it easier, much, much easier on you. So you don't, your heart doesn't beat real fast and you don't got stress. It makes it so much easier on you to go do the things that God needs you to do. Because he'll convict you uh, to do some things. You know, if you do something wrong or you knew you should have gone up there, prayed, you knew you should have done this, that, and that, and then you get that feeling, oh, you should have done that. I should have done that because I knew God was telling me to do something. I knew God was telling me to talk to that person, but I didn't do it because I got scared. And then you get that feeling afterwards. The feeling is only meant for you to help you next time. It's not. It's not regret. You know. You should never have regret. You should never have um, like feel bad about something you did in the past. All right, move on. All right, as the Bible teaches, move on. You've been mm-hmm. forgiven. There's grace. Yep. We live by grace. You've been forgiven. Don't don't hang on to that thing. Just try better next time. That's it.
1: That's it. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I could talk about camp, but this. my mind's kind of blank.
0: What's uh? What was your favorite part of camp this year?
1: I'll definitely <laughs> say the baptism. The oh, baptism yeah. because last year, last year I didn't do it and I just watched last year. But this year, Eddie, Eddie allowed me to help him with the baptism yes, because. Sir. The night before, my boys growing up. <laughs> um, I was talking to the boys, it was just us, we usually just, we just usually just, you know, conversate, usually after the night services, and I was telling everybody how like, you know, with me and my walk, I've been praying to God to, you know, get me out of my comfort zone, you know, there's things where I could, I could have stepped out, but I decided, you know what, I'm content at where I'm at, I'm comfortable at where I'm at, and I don't want to do that. And that Friday, that Friday, they were having baptism at baptism during the day. And, you know, Eddie said uh, Eddie had told us that, you know, he was praying. He was he was praying to God like, you know, so well some of the some of the students wanted to bat- get baptized together and Eddie was praying to God, like, see, um asking God, you know, Lord, who can I who can I, you know, get that could help me, you know, with this baptism and then um, he said that my, uh, I came up. You know, I came up. And then he asked me. I was like, you know what? This is a perfect time to step out of my comfortability. And I yeah. said yes. And then, you know, that day we were able to baptize. Um, how many people we baptized? I forgot how many people we baptized. It was, it was like seven. Yeah, I think it was. I think it was seven. And then I, in the end, got baptized. I rededicated my life to Christ. And, like, you just got to have that hunger, man. That hunger for, for God. And that, that's why I like that Thursday service. It was talking about being saturated in God and just just being in him, you know, because every any everything else does not matter. You know, nothing in this world matters. Only God matters. And once you get that re- realization, then... Nothing, nothing in this world is going to hold you back, you know, nothing in this world is going to hold you back. And you could do anything if you have God with you, you know, but I'm going to say baptism was probably my best, my favorite moment of the week. What about you?
0: Mm, let's see. My favorite part was definitely worship because so many things happened during worship. Uh, during worship, I was, um, I was feeling that, that boldness and uh, I went around praying for people because I, and actually, early just a little bit ago, like a couple of hours ago, I was thinking like, you know, sometimes it's normal for people to pray for people, but like for us is for uh, actually just for me. I know for you, you got a different comfort zone, but for me, it's kind of outside my comfort zone. But when I am going to pray for people, when I do go out and pray for people, it's, it's I'm I'm all happy about it because I'm like, oh dude, I was I went crazy, but, but no, it, it, it should be a normal thing. But I mean. I'm still excited. I'm still excited when I when I'm when I'm praising the Lord really well, you know, and I can I'm able to focus on Him, just completely focus on Him, and then when I'm praying for people, I get really excited. Also, it's just you know because it's it is outside my comfort zone, and it feels good to be able to just get out there and do that. But um, I really felt led during that that one worship um, session to tell people about uh, God's love because I was in the back. Um, Actually, I believe this is... I think it was a different night, actually. But I was in the back, and I was praising God, you know, like usual. It was... I think it was Wednesday, so I had already... It already been, like, three or four worship sessions.
1: I think, yeah, yeah. And I was Wednesday? just doing it like yeah.
0: normal. My hands raised. I was focusing on God. And it, out of nowhere, it felt like... God asked, like, like, can I come into your heart? And I was like, yeah, sure. Comes into my heart, and I start being overcome with His love for the people. Like... Love my love for God too, but like for every other person that was there, it was just it was uh, like it was a crazy, like you know, I can't explain it. It was like a feeling that I had, but it was overwhelming. It was, I started crying, and I I was, I had my eyes closed, and I was crying. I was like, it was like wiping away. Um, after that, I was like, oh my gosh, I can, I have the power to stop, I have the power to reject God right now. Like, I could stop it, and then I would stop crying. I was like, okay, like, I would stop focusing on God. That's like, I stopped. God from entering my heart and I was like what the heck and I could like turn it on and turn it off it was the weirdest thing I was like dude this is so cool was like, this is so cool and it was like, I was crying after <laughs> it. and, then, and then, you know I don't know the, the worship was just really good but um, after that the same worship session it was um, I, I went up to the front and I felt led to pray for people about uh, God's love and I was like man it is love in the air, you know, another gay kind of love, you know, it is there, <laughs> there's, I'm like, there's some real love here. Like, I love you. Like, I don't care. Like, I love you as a brother and a sister. You know, it's just like I would die for you right now. You know, I would die for you to like be happy right now. Like, it is.
1: Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was that was Wednesday night. Wednesday night, I think that's when they're pushing us to pray for each other, mm-hmm. and we did the little circle. Yeah, Yeah, that was Wednesday night. I was praying in tongues. I was... Oh, yeah, the Spirit was moving Wednesday night. The whole week the Spirit was moving, but most of those nights I was praying in tongues because there'd be times where I just don't know what to pray for. And I'm just like, you know what? This is a perfect time to pray in tongues. And I just start praying in tongues.
0: Yeah, there was an awesome worship session on Thursday, which is weird. We didn't stay for Wednesday, like Wednesday night, but Thursday, it was like... Friday, Because usually at camp, the last day at night is, like, the big one. It's, like, everybody's sobbing and everybody's uh, totally going crazy. They're letting go of everything. Um, not going crazy, but y- y- you know what I'm talking about. Um, but, like, this year it was Thursday. Because we had to leave on Friday, and I think our, our group knew that. But for our group specifically, I know um, everybody was really getting into worship, and it was awesome. It was mm-hmm. awesome. Um, let's see. There was... um. There's <laughs> one thing I want to say You know how we can't explain some things Like the feeling of letting God in And turning it off Turning it on, turning it off It's so, it's so weird It's something you have to experience to know for yourself You know, I can't explain what it is um, That's the same thing with the Bible I was thinking about this today And When you're reading your own Bible There's revelation knowledge that's just for you It's just for you And sometimes I try to explain to people Something I don't have a big grip on, like I don't have a like a grasp, I don't have a huge grasp on this thing, like worship or or uh, talking to God and like speaking in tongues and stuff like that. I try to explain to people what I know, but it doesn't it doesn't make any sense. In my head, I know what I'm talking about because I have that revelation knowledge, but the revelation knowledge really it's it's ahead of my time, really. Like I don't actually understand it completely, but I know what it is, you know, I know in my head, it's just, I cannot transform it into words to go to someone else, I can't say how elegant, elegantly God put it for me, when I'm reading my Bible, God will show me something, or or tell me something that was, that's in the word, like what, oh my gosh, like that's, that's crazy, and a lot of those things, if you think about your leaders in your church, and your your pastors, and everything, they study the Bible all the time, and they do have things like that, but they don't, they don't, they don't have it enough to, to show you guys, to teach you guys, uh, what it means. And I'm not saying like, like they're stupid or they can't teach you something. Like they teach, very well. But like, there's an even higher extent of knowledge yeah. to what they they know and are able to tell other people. They have an even more extent of knowledge personally, and that's that's one thing I would encourage you guys to really read your Bibles because you can get that personal. Revelation that you can't tell anybody. All right, it's it's really it's hidden in your heart. There's a, it says like hide hide your hide the word in your heart. or What does it say in the Bible? Um, hide these words in your heart. Something something something. Uh, I, it's I, something like it letter, I, I I can't remember right now. We'll, we'll put it in the in the whatever. But uh, yeah, but there's there's these things that you can you can know, but God has to tell you directly. You know, we can't transform it into us and us tell you. You know, God can, can make you hear things that from people, right? He can give you messages from people that you need. But really, when you put your faith into the Bible and understand that faith, that the Bible is the living Word. Uh, in Math or John 1, 1 it says, uh, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, uh, and like God, like the Word was in creation, something like that. But uh, the Word is forever. The Word is the Word because God said it, and it's never going to change.
1: I got the verse. In the beginning, Oops. in the <laughs> beginning, the Word already existed. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. Create God created everything through through Him, and nothing was created except through Him. The Word gave life to everything that was created. That was created, and his life brought light, light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it.
0: Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, oh, the darkness part—that part is good. But uh, yeah, the word came first. It's not—we're reading the word, and we're getting knowledge. You know, the word was already there. You know, it's—it's—you uh you know, it was—it was just there first. We're the different ones. We change, not the mm-hmm. word. The Word is still the same yesterday, today, and forever, right? Like, we're the ones that are changing. We ain't got nothing nothing up here to give to the Word. The Word can only give things to us. Yeah. Right? But anyways, uh, back to, like, I encourage you guys to do your own Bible studies. You know, some of the girls at our church, uh, after we got back from camp, they, they created a Bible study. They're going to do it first and third whatever's on whatever day. But, you know, they, they created a Bible study to, to help let people into their own personal studies and that's something me and Ruben kind of want to shoot for I don't know but I kind of put this point across to you but like these podcasts um they're good we usually have a topic and we study that topic and then we 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 talk about that topic I want it to be like we study and then we talk about what we study so we we like get our knowledge together and stuff and you know God speaks to me. God speaks to you separately. You know, I have my own relationship with Him. It's not your relationship. It's not the same as yours. And you know, it's it's uh it's different things. I don't know. It's it's awesome, and it's also awesome to let someone into your to your uh, circle of when you when you're doing um, your own studying. When you study with someone else, it's an awesome thing. You know, it's Mm -hmm. it's more powerful. Uh, The Bible says, uh, "One man can put ten thousand or one thousand to flight." but two men can put 10000 to flight. That's proper math, but it's like the exponent. You know, we're the exponent. Three people can put 100000 uh, to flight. And what that means to put to flight is not we, we throwing people around. We're just, it means like we can put them on fire for God. You know, we can get to them. You know, it's, it's we have a bigger effect. If there's two of us going out teaching the Word, we have a big effect on people. You know, if there's one of us, we have an effect. It's not nearly as big, though, you know. That's why it's important to let other people in your studies, but do your own study. That's that's for sure. Your own Uh, walk, have your own relationship with God. You know, Mm -hmm. you don't want to be that friend that only hangs out with one person that knows everybody else, but just
1: you're in the corner.
0: You're only friends with that one guy, and that's all you know. But you know, Jesus is the one you want to know. Yeah. But um, yeah. What else you got? What did you study today or this week?
1: Today, really, really not that much. Um, I, mean I had wrote some. <laughs> well, I have wrote some notes, but some of the, some of these are notes from what we got from the camp. I mean, I could read some of them. So I think the first night, the first night was playing in the wrong position. I think. It was like, well, um, they were talking about how, like, you have to be in the right position so God could move you. I forgot which preacher. Who, I think it was, forgot his name. But, like, you have to be in the right position so God could use you. If you're not in the right position for God to use you, then, you know, it's going to just, pride is going to come in. And you're not going to actually be doing it for God. You're going to just be doing it for yourself. And, like, some of the notes I had taken... We're, they were looking at First um, Samuel uh, three one through nine, and you know it was just talking about how you know Samuel um, served the Lord, and he was assisted by Eli, and I think it was um Sam uh, Eli was the um, he was like the father figure for Samuel. Yeah, and and. Samuel was being to call him. I think that's it is. Mm -hmm. And like, Samuel was waiting and God was calling him but he didn't recognize Samuel's voice yet. Or Samuel didn't recognize God's voice yet.
0: And went to Eli three
1: times. And he went to Eli three times. And that's what their, that chapter was basically on and they were Mm -hmm. diving deeper into it. And you know, from the notes I had written, you know, you gotta be you got to be ready to hear God's voice. You know, there are times where we tend to forget what God's voice sounds like or we have so much things going on in the in in our day or in the world in general. We can't hear that God is trying to talk to us. Um,
0: yeah. Yeah, I'd say <laughs> I didn't want to. I don't know. I'll save it for later, but uh when when we do get stressed out, you know, take a breath. You know, there's always gonna be some situation where I can't take a breath right now. I can't take a break right now. Because you can, you can always take a breath. Nothing is that dire for you to kill yourself. You know, for you to stress yourself. Sorry, not kill yourself. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> for you to for you to stress yourself out. Nothing is that big. Nothing is big enough for you to stress yourself out about. And that's crazy because you think this some big things going on. It,
1: it's nothing
0: absolutely nothing
1: it's funny because that's what the world tries to push you know you gotta it's all about you you gotta you gotta look out for you you gotta do what's good for you forget what your family says forget what your friends say forget what your church says it's all about you you need you want to get a million dollars shoot go 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 do your own thing go go grind go do this and this but but now at that point you're blocking whatever god is trying to do in you you know now, if you do get that million dollars, right, you can still get that million dollars, but what is it really going to do for you? You're still going to feel empty and void in there.
0: Yeah, spiritually it will do nothing for you. Even if you, you, you tithe all that money or give it away, spiritually it's still not doing nothing for you. Nothing more than what you could have done with 20 bucks. You, you know? You're know, you doing it it's out about, of a
1: prideful heart. Yeah, it's, you know? about,
0: it's really about the heart. So if you tithe, if you work your whole life, make a million dollars and tithe all of that, you had a hundred companies and make them all Christian companies and tithe all the the earnings that you get. Like, that's a good heart. But you could have done it with a hundred bucks. Now you wasted your life trying to trying to make money and stuff that when you could have been out evangelizing and stuff like that. But if you are out there making money, I'm not I'm not dogging on you. You can still go out and make money and get and do all that. But evangelize and and make God your priority ahead of that. You know, if 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 it comes down to either going to church or, or providing for your family or actually successfully getting a million dollars, what are you going to choose? If God is the head of your of your, of your your priorities, if he's the top, you're going to choose your family. You're going to choose to serve God with all your heart. Yep. All right, if he's really the top. Now, if you choose money over that and you think God is the top, I'm telling you, you're lying to yourself. God yep. ain't the top of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, um. but with that being said, I encourage you guys do your own studying, read your Bible, and praise God. God is so good.
1: And I do mm. encourage you guys comment down Mm-mm. your thoughts, comment down your opinions, comment down anything <clears throat> that you guys want to see us talk about. Yes, yes. We try to do that last like we try to do that when we first started the podcast, and mm. it wasn't. It was kind of working at some point, but we're gonna try to encourage that more so you guys could. Be more involved because we're we're all yeah. a community. So uh, we we do want to hear your thoughts and your opinions and what you guys want to see on this channel. Again, we're gonna try to do some some new things this this upcoming season season two. Season and two, baby. Hopefully you guys like it, and hopefully we could continue going and out you guys and better like it. And, and <laughs> hopefully we you got hopefully we can help and continue spreading spreading God's uh, word to to everyone here. I don't know, Florida, the USA, (laughs) Europe, whoever whoever needs to hear the word. (laughs)
0: Everybody needs to hear the word. Everybody. Um, Yeah, I do want to say, to add on to that, season two, we're going to switch it up a little bit. We're going to be talking about whatever we are talking about that week, whatever God lays on our heart that week. It's going to have a big, big, um, or it may have a big uh, topic, like before we did one on uh, deep relationship with God, one on music, one on money, one on this, one on that. You know, I feel like a half an hour to an hour is too long to talk about something like that. It's not like we, there's a lot of, there's a lot of words you can put into it, but basically you know, they're, they if they're, God speaks, God speaks. Yeah. You know? There might be
1: a main topic, but mm-hmm. in general, it's going to be more of like coming together and talking about our studies basically. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Yeah. And in Corinthians, it says, uh, uh, foolish are the, the words of the wise, like that think they're wise. And then, uh, you don't have to be super wise and what not to speak the Word of God. The Word of God is simple. You know, the Word of God, you want to tell someone about the Gospel? Tell somebody about the Gospel. God died for our sins and has legally paid the price for us to get into Heaven, even though we sin. We sin, God is a just God, so God will not let us in with our sin, but He has legally paid the price for us to get in. Therefore, yeah. we will be saved if we believe in Jesus Christ. Yep. That's, and will an awesome be message.
1: and we will be changing locations.
0: We are going to be changing locations, we're going to be getting new mics too and a real camera. I don't know if I said that at the beginning. Yeah, we, you did say that we're at the beginning, beginning but was, I was I'm I was excited, doing it one more I'm as excited. a reminder. I'm excited, yeah. So oh. uh uh keep praying for us if you believe in our ministry. Um we're going to keep going with whatever and I think we are going to be going out this coming season and you're going to be seeing us uh evangelizing. Downtown.
1: Yeah. yeah. Evangelizing, healing, just more hands-on.
0: Yeah, yeah, because God needs hands-on workers. The, the 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 harvest is ready, but the the workers are few. So pray for workers. Pray for workers, and become one. Become a worker. Do the work
1: of God. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, with that being said, I'm Alex. This is, this Ruben, is Ruben, and we are reaching for, for you. you.